Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. Do you have any hobbies or activities that you enjoyed as a child that you got away from? All of them, I think a lot of people would say. Most of them. Why? Why do you think that is? Just life gets too busy? Life gets busy. You start taking yourself too seriously and think that that stuff's for kids or you don't have time for it or it isn't important. Can you specifically think of one thing that you really enjoyed as a child that you got away from? Oh, I loved dress up was my favorite you, you never got away from that. And I never got away from so, that. But I've I've focused more on it in the last couple of years because than I did in, for it, a long time. Because you have Instagram now. And, I, it's, and it's a way to express yourself. Yes. Yeah. But I would say that's one of those things where I it was something I loved as a child. And I've kind of reconnected with that hobby in a, in a grown-up way. Um, and it gives me a lot of joy to do that. Can you think of anything else? I'm trying to think of what else I liked to do as a kid. I was I liked art. What occupied most of your time as a child when you were away from your friends at school? Dress up in Barbies. That's what we. That's what my sister and I played all right. the time. So you you kind of still do the dress up thing with your Instagram. So I still right? do the dress up thing, and thanks to Clara and her collection, I still do the Barbie thing too. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but I also um, read a ton. I mean, I was always had my nose in a book. But you didn't really get away from reading because you still like to read and I you do. I still like to read. There was a little while, you know, I would say on and off for a few years where life was just really busy and it was I didn't make reading a priority. But I'm I think I'm back to having yeah. I always have a couple of library books that I'm working my way through. Um I also was really into art and I don't I was never good at it. I didn't have a lot of like talent but i loved doing craft projects making things putting things on shelves putting things on shelves that's that's what i was into as a kid but they say it's really good for you as an adult to to reconnect to remember what you like to do as a kid what were those hobbies identify them and then see if there's ways that you can bring parts of that younger you into your adult life when it comes to hobbies and how you spend your time it was funny when you brought this up to me the other day. Uh, you, you're not the first individual because, I mean, again, for 30 years almost, my life just took on a completely different mm-hmm. path with with radio and broadcast. And uh, the, the things that I did growing up, because I grew up in a very rural part of the state and the country, as a matter of fact, I was uh, raised right on the Canadian border. In Minnesota. I mean, it's it's not country. That's the wilderness. It's the middle of nowhere. It's, it is literally the wilderness. <laughs> it looks nothing like we do in the southern half of the state. You know, it resembles more of a, like, almost, minus the mountains, it has more of, like, an Alaska-type terrain, which is crazy, right? But all I did growing up was hunt and fish. All the time. And explore. I was always out. I mean, I was right on the edge of Voyagers National Park. So I would pack up my little boat, even as a young teenager, right? 
And I would throw my tent and all my gear in there, and uh, I would have my mom drop me off at the lake, Lake Captogama, and I would venture off sometimes for days. And I would camp and fish and just explore, you know, the the thousands of miles square. I mean, I can't even imagine how big Voyagers National Park and in the whole northeast corner of the state. That gives me a lot of anxiety because it's so dangerous. But but it was a different time. It was a different time. But do you miss or do you do you see yourself finding a way to reconnect with that adventurous side of yourself? I haven't had the the opportunity, and I think the reason for I, I guess I could have if I would have took the initiative. But I spent so much time doing the other things that other people wanted to do and things that revolved around my career, mm-hmm. right, that I got away from it. But, you know, I've, I've always said to myself, God, I want to get back out with a bow or I want to grab a fishing pole and just do those things again. And those were the things I remember doing young with my father as well. Right? I could totally see you and Clara fishing. And I think she would get a, a kick out of fishing. More than anything, though, I think I just liked to get out into the wilderness mm-hmm. and explore. And uh, just this past week, when we were out in the Valley of Fire, I felt that again. And I was like, I just want to, I just want to start climbing. Like I would, you were climbing way higher than me, and I was like, yeah. be careful, be careful up there. Are you, what, are you coming back down? When we were just driving along, there, if if you've never been to Valley of Fire State Park in Nevada. There's these spots to pull over all over the place. Now, there's destinations and stuff, but you can literally just pull over, and there's people to just take off hiking. Now, you want to be you want to be careful. Obviously. Right? But it's because you want to know where you're going, and you don't want to get lost out there because, like I said, you wouldn't last very long at all because you would dehydrate right. and die. But just to be in that amazing spot and to see what was next or what was just – to explore, right? I really enjoyed hiking, and I think that is something that I'm looking forward to now that we're going to have, you know, a little bit different lifestyle. Well, they say that it's very good for you as an adult to, like, reconnect with your inner child and remember those things that brought you joy and try and work them into your adult life in some way. That's... as wonderful as that sounds, I think it's difficult for a lot of people Absolutely. because we just get so busy. We get so busy and we, you know, just kind of push all of those fun things out of our lives. You know, you know what's crazy? It's hard to relay that message to our kids in the sense that they live in a completely different world mm-hmm. with the internet, mm-hmm. right, and all of their Screens, electronic tablets, electronic devices, games. right, and just the world we live in in general. There's a lot more going on, and so to have that downtime, it's just hard to find it. So I grew up on a farm in Northeast Iowa, and we spent a ton of time exploring on the farm. We would ride our bikes up and down the gravel roads. We would ride our bikes up to the round bales and climb up on them and run and jump from one bale to the other, which sounds... Uh, no, I remember doing that. Dumb, but yeah. we, we loved yeah. it. Um, so when we were gone last weekend, um, my parents took the kids down to the farm where my cousin and her kids were visiting for the weekend, and they played 
ball out in the yard until dusk and they jumped on round bales like we did. And I was right. like getting all these pictures from my cousin and remembering doing that as a kid. And it was it was cool to see that our kids got to have that kind of a weekend. It's funny you bring up biking because that's another thing that I really enjoyed. I mean, that was that was your mode of transportation when I grew up. Yes. That we was had- it. Yeah, that's how you knew where everybody was at. You see that meme all the time on social media. With the bikes in the yard. Yeah, and that's how you knew where everybody was at. Yep. I know that feeling. And you pull up, drop your bike in the right. pile. Everybody just dropped them. No, no kickstands. No. Just drop them over. It's and it that, is a completely different world. And that's and- where everybody was at, whether it was the park to play baseball or somebody's house. And that is something as a family. You know, I see all these people now driving around in these uh, SUVs with the bike racks on the back, and I'm like. You know, when I was younger, I was like, who's doing that? You know what? Now I want to do it. I know. Because I want to get the kids back out and I want to go explore. And I think biking is a great way to do that. And we have awesome trails in southern Minnesota. And even if you just drive a little bit to other communities, I mean, we have there is a lot of really accessible, family friendly bike trails in this state. And they've done it. Yeah, they do a great job continuing to add to them as well. Yeah, I think I don't know if it's official official, but I think they're putting a bike trail from Mankato to St. Peter. Cause you can take off here now in Mankato, Minnesota, and you can I think you can go all the way. You can go to, to Faribault. Like Faribault. On, on the Sakata Trail. And if yep. you're not familiar with how far that is, that's gotta be that's gotta be eighty mile. I don't know. I think it's like forty. It's only forty from here to Faribault? I I don't know. I might maybe be making, you know you might be right. I might be making that up. I can Google it. I always think of that like almost going like going Mm-mm. to St. Paul, but it's not Mm-mm. that far because you're not turning up 35 yet. So maybe I don't know. I guess you can map quest it and find out. But that is one of the things that I would enjoy doing is getting out with with the kids on bikes and finding destinations to go unload them and just it's 24 travel. miles from here to Faribault on the trail. Yep. Carry on. It's 24 miles from Mankato to Faribault. Yes. You all right? Is Faribault on the other side of 35? It's at 35. How far is it to Owatonna from here? I think 36 miles. Why are you looking at me like that? That just seems like that is... (laughs) That just seems like on a map, that is impossible. Um, so you're trying to tell me that New Ulm is farther away than Faribault? Yeah, I guess. Wow. That just seems, I, I just, I'm shocked. I don't know. I'm just reading it off the map. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. From Mankato. Here, oh, no, that's not right. Can, <laughs> You knew it wasn't. You were just waiting for me to figure it out. No, but your whole family is challenged with things like that. Hey. No, they are. You guys guys don't know left from right when it comes to directions or distance. Dude. No, you don't. I mean, it's just, that's just, that's all right. That's all right. I was going to, that's just, I mean, I could look from space and see that that wasn't right. Because it's that far. Then you Google it next time. It's 44 miles. (laughs) Okay, not 24. So virtually twice that distance. So only twice. <laughs> only only double. Okay, that sounds better. So Because I know that there was a lot of people initially listening going, oh, my. They'll be fine. No. Okay. So it's four. Anywho. Where did you get 24 from? Um, 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. You, you Well, you saw that number somewhere. I just did the Cicada Trail. Yeah. And it picked up the trail like in Waterville. Oh, okay. That, that might make Which it. there, you go through Waterville. You, you will go through yeah. Waterville. Yeah, but anyways, do. but that's an example of some of the great bike trails that we have. Yes. And the Red Jacket out to Rapidan. And I mean, there's just tons of them. So it is. There is a lot to do. No more numbers for Jess. <laughs> But that, no more that, distances. That, that's all right. No that, more numbers. That's all right. I can't imagine that that, I mean, they're, they're, that's not the end of it when you get to Faribault. It is, yeah. So what happens? Do you just turn around and come back? Or, do, or does it go another direction? I've never made it that far. I've I never don't. been on that trail, period. I used to scary. run on it. I used to run like from the start of the trail on Riverfront Drive, and I would run like out to Eagle Lake and get off the trail. That is a long run. Yeah. I How far to... was that? Why okay, are you yeah. asking Why am me I that? Asking? Yeah. Why? But I used to I used to run a long ways. <laughs> you did? So running, was that something that you liked when you were young? Nope. I hated it, actually, which is interesting. I didn't get into running until I was um, in my 20s. What inspired you to run? Uh, my aunt signed me up for a 5K, and I was like, oh, my God, three miles. That's insane, but I want to try it. So I, like, trained for this 5K, and I ran it with my aunts. And we got done, and I was like, oh, that wasn't so bad. I think I could do a 10K. It's funny that you brought that up because when uh, I, I've made that comment to my trainer, I'm like, you know what? One of the things I've wanted to do, because Clara Clara could run from here. To Faribault. Well, or, or, or New York <laughs> City, because she it's like she doesn't run out of wind. I've never it, seen a kid with stamina like that she, before. She's got a lot of energy. And she loves to run, and I thought, you know what? I'd like to run... Uh, like a kid's K or or even a 5K with her, which would be like three, was it 3.1? 3. 3. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, so, that's how I got into running. Really? It was like, I just wanted to say that I did it. I wanted to say I ran a 5K and then it became a thing I did with my aunts and we would sign up for races and meet and yeah. run. And we did 5Ks and then we did a couple half, they came over into the Mankato Marathon, I think three times with, we did it together. The half marathon. Yeah. And then I, I went down and did the half marathon in my hometown with them. And it just became a thing that uh, my sister and I did with our aunts. You are, you're pretty good at running because I remember oh, okay. you, you ran the, you ran the half marathon. That's, you know, 13.1 miles. Yep. You ran that. How, how many months pregnant were you with Clara? I was like 27 weeks pregnant. Yeah. I remember that. Yep. <laughs> and you yep, coming down I did. That final stretch, and I'm like, took me a long time. Have you ran any organized races since then? Uh, yes, I ran um, the half marathon. Oh, I did the the relay, the half marathon oh, relay that's with right. an old coworker. That's right. A couple of years ago, and that was the last organized race I ran. But my my personal best um, half you marathon him. You time, beat, you beat him. By I the did way. beat him. My <laughs> my personal best is nine uh, a nine oh three pace, which is just. Under two hours. It was like one hour and 56 minutes. That's incredible. Yeah. It is. That, wow. was, that was before um, before we had Clara. I had a little more time. <laughs> a little bit a more little time A little more time to, time to focus on uh, speed running. But. So is there any other things that you can think of that you enjoyed while you were younger? Because that's what we're talking about. Rediscovering things that, activities that brought you joy as a youth that they say you, you should Look, look to that stuff, rediscover it, and, and the feeling it gave you. So here's one thing, and I've never said this out loud before. <laughs> I loved um, theater 
And our school didn't really do plays. We did musicals. Right. And you know my musical talent is nil. So I was... I've heard you and your singer sing karaoke. My sister. Yeah, yeah you and your terrible. singer. Your sister, yeah. Um, so <laughs> I... But I was a really good dancer. And so I did a couple of our high school musicals in like the dance ensemble. Right. And I absolutely loved it. And so there's the Mankato Playhouse. And I've I have looked... Before at the auditions. Do they need a, do they? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Nothing. I'm not laughing. I, I'm not laughing. So what? One we, of my coworkers is involved in the playhouse. Really? Which one? I'm not going to call her out by I'm name. Going, I'm going to start naming names. No, <laughs> she's awesome. And she's, she's involved in, in the Mankato Playhouse and the really? musicals that they do. And what does she do? She's been in the ensemble. She's done um, some of the stage production work. She's been involved for a long time. So I have thought... Like, oh, it could be fun to, like, get involved in community theater. Right. But I don't know. I don't have a lot of time for that right now. But I could. I, but I, if you enjoyed it when you were younger. I loved it. Right. I loved being on stage. I loved dancing. Um, and I did dance competitions. I did cheerleading competitions. So it's just that, like, performing aspect that I really liked. You want to know what... Keeps prevents, I should say, didn't it? Just prevents a, a, a lot of people from getting involved in doing stuff like that. Is I think they just their lives just get too busy. Mm-hmm. That's and that's the reason you're not doing it, right? You're just too busy. Yeah, you are. And it's like, I mean, you, what would I have to give up in order to make time for that? And like, would the payoff be worth would it be worth it right now is because and they're your kids i think yeah kids I've, and not and i'm not demonizing no, <laughs> children but it is, is what it i'm saying a, is it's a, that's a yeah. lot of time and they're getting to the age where they're involved in their own stuff and i'm not going to miss their stuff because i have to go dance at the community <laughs> theater i don't, if you don't think clara would be your biggest I cheerleader know, it'd be hilarious but she'd be she absolutely would be my coworkers' kids are adults, so she's in a different chapter of her life. So she's got I'm, a little. I'm more just time. glad you didn't say season. Season. It's that would have been accurate too. <laughs> that 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 term. I'm like, oh man, come on. Like there is um, when we went to a Loyola football game. That's the Catholic school where Claire goes, and or no, it was the basketball game, and they didn't have cheerleaders. And I was like, do I need? create a cheerleading program at Loyola and coach it. I thought about that too. Yeah. Cause I loved cheerleading. You're a big, you're a big cheer fan. Big it. cheer fan. It was like my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people become sedentary because when they get to a certain point in their life, they get so busy that when they do have some downtime, they just want to relax. Yes. I could see that. And I, I think there may be an internal dialogue that happens where people feel silly. You know, you're right. like, I'm an adult. I shouldn't be dancing on a stage. Like, people will laugh at me. And there's that reservation that people have about, like, what will people think of me? Man, that uh, we've talked. We've had this discussion numerous times, podcasting and when we did our show. When you get to your point, when you get to that point in your life, when you don't care what other people think, you've made it. It's real good. You've made it. You that there is no amount of money, there is nothing else that can that can replace that. You've made it because you will be as happy as you have ever been. 
And most of the time, two things. People aren't paying as much attention to you as you think they are. That is a fact. That's a huge thing. To Once you realize that, like everyone's so wrapped up in their own lives and what they're doing. Right. They're not paying as much attention to you as you think they are. Oh, absolutely. And oh. whatever their opinion of you is, is their thing. You can't change it. You can't control it. So if they're going to think it anyway, who cares? Just do what you want. And the and most of the people that are like that, that are constantly criticizing or doing they're miserable individuals to begin with. Yeah. yeah. And that's so don't don't let them drag them, you down. But it shouldn't affect you and what you're doing. So right. if you have a thing that you loved when you were a kid that you that like keeps popping up or you keep thinking about it and you could somehow integrate that into your adult life, try it. I'm serious. And I'm I'm this summer uh, more than any in the past, I'm going to look forward to trying to bring some of that back in because this is the first summer in again almost 30 years that I haven't been in radio. Right. Right. And as the, you know, things I couldn't believe how many people are always asking me about this when they see me now. They're like, well, what what do you miss? I'm like, I really don't miss that much because you and I are still doing a show. Right. That right? was what we missed at first when right. I left radio. Initially, I was like, I mean, because this was the reason that I got into the business and it's the reason I stayed in was actually what happened behind the microphone mm-hmm. and having that intimate conversation that a lot of the other, you know, platforms and and all forms of media that they didn't offer that because it wasn't that kind of conversation, mm-hmm. right? And you get that you did in the past with radio, and they still do on some of the. I mean, the bigger the bigger markets, and the, I, I'll, I'll be the first to admit I love XM satellite radio. I mean, I think you can find anything they do a you're great looking job. for. Yeah, and podcasting is absolutely wonderful. Because you can talk about whatever you want. And if somebody wants to listen to that type of conversation, they find you very easily. Yes. Right? So, yeah, we can still do what I love. And that was one of the things that helped bridge the gap for me. Absolutely. Right? And I was like, it just, it just, it just became time. You know, I, I, did, I just didn't want to give it up completely. And I never will. I mean, I love doing I love doing what we're doing now. I love doing, still doing creative commercial production. And things like that. So I, I still do all of the same things. That's why when people say, how's George enjoying retirement? Well, he's just moved it home. He just moved it all home is what he did. Right. right? I am not. I'm not literally just getting up, feeding my birds and sitting on the patio <laughs> with a cup of coffee. It would be awesome. We have. Were. Yeah, I have things to do and I'm working with clients locally and I enjoy it and I'm as happy as I've ever been. So it's but I also have the ability to put my own schedule together. Right. So you right? have the opportunity to find some of those things that you, that little George liked to right. do. Right. And find a way to integrate them back into your grown up life. So wh- whatever it is that you enjoyed as a child, take a class. I'm telling you. Start a YouTube channel. Just, Join the community theater. Right. Get in an intramural sports league, whatever right. it was. That, speaking of that, that's another reason a lot of people have a hard time finding time to get involved in things that they enjoyed when they were younger was a lot of times it's kids activities. Oh, I know. I know. And it's, I, and I mean, that's a, that's a real thing. We've, yeah. we have it too. You know, we've got baseball and Clara wants to get back into cheer this fall. And, and that 
takes up a lot of time. You know, one of the things I really enjoyed doing, because it was one of those creative things where you could see the end result, was when we bought this house and we started renovating. Yes. Right? Yep. And you you kind of see your visions come to life. And now we want to get back to Clara's five, because she came along somewhat unexpectedly. Here's here's how Clara happened, (laughs) our five-year-old. You and I decided, we're like, yeah, we want to have more kids. So you stopped birth control and you were pregnant the next day. <laughs> Pretty much. That was we literally were very what... fortunate that it happened that easily. And I was like, what happened? But at the same time, everything that we were doing with the house came to a screeching halt. It did. I was very sick early. I was very sick for most of my pregnancy with her. And it just. And then once they come along, it's a lot Yeah, and then you have a newborn infant, and you don't right? want to tear your house apart with a newborn. And then you have a toddler and you don't want to tear your house apart with a toddler. And now all of no. a sudden we're going to have a kindergartner. And it's like, oh, we should maybe get back to some of our projects. Get back to doing <laughs> our things. And uh, now that summer's here, I, I think that uh, this there may be some of that. We might be tackling some of that this summer. Yeah, we need to call our friends up at Ryan Plumbing and Heating <laughs> and get our master Listen, bathroom. <laughs> whenever I need anything done, and I'm telling you. I mean, call Holly at Ryan's Plumbing and Heating, and they have Ryan's Electric as well. Because when you start taking bathrooms or anything apart, or you need electric, here's the things I will not touch, and I would encourage you to do the same. Don't play with electricity or plumbing. Yeah. Or your HVAC system. I'm telling you. That's why we have the crew at Ryan. I'm not kidding. (laughs) I'm not kidding. They've been in business for over 100 years, and they have a very loyal following, and because they take care of people. Yes. That's the thing. It's people will buy product and services, for, and I've said this before, from people they like and people they trust. And that is what you will find at Ryan's in St. Peter. If you Google them, we have a link on There's our website. There's a link at georgeandjess.com uh, the, on the homepage if you need any plumbing, electrical, or summer is coming. Get your uh, if, air conditioner too. Yeah, down. we got a little taste of it a couple of weeks ago. If you've not had your air conditioning system checked out and you're wondering if it's working or not, maybe you just want maintenance or a routine check, I'm telling you, give them a call and do that before the heat comes. You're not going to believe that today or tomorrow, but looking ahead to this weekend, the heat and the humidity and that is coming back and inevitably it will for the long run. So again... Ryan's Plumbing and Heating and Electric. And you'll find them in St. Peter. We've got a link on our website. Go to georgeandjess.com. All right, that's it for today. We'll be back with another episode tomorrow morning at 6 a.m.